For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Terprice of the Boston Globe. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriots Report right here on the Believe Network. Co-host LeGarrette Blunt will join me in a few seconds as well as our special guest today, former Patriots defensive back Deron Harmon. But first, I want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Now let's get to our conversation with Deron Harmon. Third down play, fakes the spike, still has it, now fires, and it's intercepted! It's intercepted to save the game by Harmon, and the Patriots are going to win it! Picked off again. Deron Harmon. From the 44 on first down, Foles going deep down the sideline, and it is juggled and intercepted by Harmon at the three-yard line. Jeffrey couldn't handle it, and New England gets the takeaway. Let me start off with this, Duran. You guys, both you and LeGarrette, have played for or played on a team with Matt Patricia. LeGarrette and I talked about this last week. There's a lot of conversation up here about Matty P as an offensive play caller. If I'm a Patriots fan, give me reason to be optimistic about Matt Patricia calling the offensive plays for the 2022 Patriots. Well, I mean, if you just look at his history, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's where he started at right. on the offensive side of the ball. If I'm not mistaken, up in um, – I think he did some special teams in Syracuse. Then when he got to uh, New England, uh, he started on the offensive side of the ball. But the one thing that I've Big always – mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one thing that I've always just appreciated about Matty P was just his, his grind. You know, uh, one thing that he's not going to let people do is outwork him. So um, – if he continues to take, which I know he is and will take the approach that, you know, has made him the successful coach that he is, I feel like um, he'll be fine. And obviously, you know, there's going to be some, you know, some learning. You know, there's learning for me going into year 10. You know, there's learning for you guys doing your podcast. There's always learning. But, I mean, the greats at their whatever they do, their positions, they always learn keep learning and add it. And then that's why they continue to be successful. So I think Matty P will be fine. Looking forward yeah. to, you know, seeing what he does as an offensive coordinator. Never thought I'd say that, but Hey, we'll see. Tell me about your experience too with him. Cause, cause you've had him in a couple of different spots too. You, you've been with, you've been with Matty in a couple of different spots. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, just, you know, obviously in new England, you know, we were winning. He was the defensive coordinator. Uh, I think what, 
the, my what one the Atlanta year uh, against Atlanta in Houston. Then his last year was when we lost to what Philly, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, just our connection. I mean, we went to three Super Bowls together. So I mean, obviously a a, a, a phenomenal coach, coach that knows what he's doing. We're gonna get the best out of his players. Gonna push, you know. Gonna demand. I mean, um, that's just what you know. Not only from Maddie P, but that's just the way that New England is as well. They're gonna expect the High best standard. from everybody each and every day. That standard, you know, LG. That standard yeah, don't man. don't change. It would never, never change. change. As long as Bill's there, the standard is gonna be excellent each and every yeah. day. And the days that you don't meet up to that expectation, you know, he gonna let you know. He let you know. He's gonna make sure that the next day, you know, you're gonna do it. So I just, you know, my my whole relationships and um, coaching situation with Matty P have been wonderful. I can't speak highly enough about him. Just a great, great coach, great person. Uh, I, I, so, so my my question, do is with so obviously you know how good Matty P is of how good of a defensive coach Matty P is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, we start we know he started on the offensive side of the ball as well. Um, so my 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 question is, is do you think they're gonna do it by committee? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's gonna be him and Joe and Bill collectively? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's gonna be just Maddie or mm-hmm. just Joe? Well, I, I I think it's gonna probably be a, a committee. Cause I just, you know, I think back to my time, you know, when um Flo was the defensive coordinator, my, uh, what was that, when we beat the Rams. And, you know, he didn't have the title, but, you know, yeah, Bill, was, we know. You know, Bill was helping, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was a, it was a committee type of thing. Right. Like, I mean, you, you look at that offensive side of the ball from a coaching staff, you know, you still got, you know, you talk about Joe Judge, who was what? You know, he was just a head coach, you know. Right. Uh, one of the best special teams coaches in the league at this time, you know. Um, He's had some time, you know, coaching receivers as well. So he's been groomed, you know, for the the possibility of maybe making a switch to uh, offense. Then you right. look at, you know, Matty P also, also a head coach. You know, when you're a head coach, you know, you have your coordinators, but you have to be dialed in to know what yeah. they're doing. So you got to be hands on. You know what I'm saying? You're responsible for everybody. Right. You know, it's your team, you know. And then, you know, obviously, Bill, the greatest coach that has ever coached football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just think, like, you know, when you have all those great minds together, uh, I just – I think they'll figure out a plan. One thing that I know about Bill, I mean, just working with him for seven years is, you know, he always got a plan. You know, he's never going into anything, like, blindsided or, you know, not knowing how it's going to work. You know, he works as hard as – Anybody that I've ever seen when it comes to, you know, getting a football team ready um, each and every year. Um, so, I mean, however they do it, I think it would be a, a good mix of everybody, you know, working together. And if they do that, you know, just with those great football minds, I, I think they should have a, a season of success. I want to ask both of you guys this question. Um, and we could start with LG this time and then go to Duran if you want. You talk about Bill Belichick. And, and we know him a little bit in the media you know, uh, from ch- just talking to him kind of on and off the record a little bit and kind of, you know, maybe shooting the breeze before or after press conferences, whatever the case may be. Tell me one thing about Bill Belichick as an ex-player, a guy who played for him that would surprise people. Bill a jokester. You know what I'm saying? 
build a joke with you. He's gonna talk, he's gonna talk shit. You know, he's gonna he's gonna clown with you, you know, and and I'm telling y'all, um Bill is not always as serious as he seems to you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'm a part of you guys now, but <laughs> he don't seem like he he's not as he's not as serious and, and and stern. Well, I take that back, he is stern, but he's not as serious and 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 straightforward and military like with us as he is with y'all because mm-hmm. you know he can lay back, he can clown, he can joke, he can BS with us. He could talk crap, you know, and 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 we take it in full stride. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's people that he does it with more more so than others, and there's people that have a little bit more leeway to do it with him. But man, Bill, man, Bill, a jokester, man, Bill. He, I mean, he plays. I mean, he'll come. He's coming to the um, locker room while we're playing trash ball a couple of times and shot the bas- shot the basketball in the trash yeah. can, like things like that that you guys don't realize and that you guys don't notice behind closed doors. Bill's Bill's a He's not really a player's coach, but he can wear that hat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He can he can mm-hmm. wear that hat. He can he can put on that hat and be a player's coach and go into a meeting and play a play and be like, "What are you doing right here? You look like a high schooler or whatever." He's um that's one thing I can say about Bill that a lot of people don't know. He's just one of those guys that again you ain't gonna get the you ain't gonna get that side out of him until he unless he knows you personally, right? You you had and, and I want to tell I want to kind of follow up on that a little bit with a, a kind of a, an addendum with a question for Duran. LG was telling a story last week about how when he came back he was a little bit overweight, and they gave him number sixty. And Bill said, "Okay, we're going to put you on the line for this game. We're you know we're going to we're going to we're going to make you know until you make weight, you're going to be on a lineman. We're going to give you the number sixty. No, <laughs> did, did you ever have a situation like that? Duran, where, where Bill kind of, you know, kind of gave you the needle a little bit about something. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, so, oh, this is perfect. So, um, what was it? It had to be, I can't remember. It was year, year three. No, it had to be year four. So, it was, obviously, it was the last year that me, sorry about that. It was the last year that uh, me, Deb, and Logue played together. Um, so, yeah, it's when we won the, the Atlanta Super Bowl. Like, at the beginning of the year, you know, Bill's talking cash, you know, talk about, hey, are y'all going to be ready to work today? Are y'all going to be, uh, are y'all going to be soft? Da, 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 da. You know, he's like, like LG said, yeah, like, the, <laughs> the thing about Bill, like when, you know, when you come to work each and every day and he can trust you and he respects you, like there'll be a time for that, you know, when you can go back and forth. And cause like you said, like uh, LG said, man, he's a jokester. He, he got his days where he likes to joke. So right. I'll never forget, right before um, uh, the third preseason game, he brings in, it had to be like a uh, a glass container of marshmallows. He sent them into the DB room for me, Deb, and Logue. It was like, are you guys <laughs> going to be soft or are y'all going to be ready to play this preseason game? Because I think we was we were all coming back from injuries, if I'm not mistaken. Like I was coming back from an injury at the time. I think it was like the my back. I think Logue was coming back from something. So he was like soft, soft, soft. And I promise you, that preseason game, all three of us had an interception. We go in that ass <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I guess you Rucker boys aren't soft anymore." Like, hey. like you know. So it's just one thing about Bill, bro. Hey, he love he love Rutgers, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you love. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. a bunch yeah. of more. Who that's what, how about what, say, what, yeah, linebacker yeah, name? Yeah. Big stocky buddy. Oh. Steve Harness. 
Steve Boharness. Steve Boharness. was there. Yep. Uh, we had Brandon Jones there. Remember the short linebacker, bro? Uh, Big Swole. Yeah, you talk talking about Steve Boharness. So that was I, I I always remember that story because it was just like it was just, you know, a, a lighthearted moment just, you know, between the player, coach, and just, you know, right. great respect for from him, me, and just, you know, my Rutgers boys at the time. That was the last time we was all together. We had that Rutgers connection going on. Them boys at the end. Them boys out there. <laughs> I, I got a question, dude. Uh-huh. All right. Super Bowl versus us, the Eagles. Mm. Big run. Broke mm. to the right side. Oh, I know everybody to talk about. League long-time Pittsburgh Steeler. Blunt is the running back. LeGarrette Blunt over the right side. Breaks free into Patriot territory and spun down to the 33-yard line. Hey, <laughs> bruh, why you ain't let me get like 15 more? I had a hundred yard game in the Super Bowl. Hey. That was Sunday. I had ninety. Hey, I, I I remember that. I remember because it was like it was like a it was a run that you bounced right right, right. around. Like right. I think yeah. the, the edge Dev, collapsed. Dev came down the field. Yeah, and then I, I, I boom, bounced boom, to the next hole. You got out, bro. Only thing in my mind, I was like, all right, man. LG big, but LG can move. He can run you <laughs> over. He can run away. I was like. Let me just try to stay inside out. Let me force him to the sideline. Right. And I was like, I forced him to the sideline. You made a little heavy cutback. I just got a hold of you real quick. No, you did you you your thing, bro. Hey, you remember that? You was everywhere on the field that game. You was everywhere that game. But I couldn't get away from Even on the touchdown, I scored. That's that's just tackle. I'm like, what? We got to get past dude, man. But, uh. Man, nah, yeah, that, bro. Was, that was that was a good. That was, bro. You played amazing that game, man. You was totally that rock. You balled out too, man. It was fun, bro. I was I was excited to play against y'all, dog. I was I was too. Win, lose, or draw. I was I was just I just wanted to be able to play against my dogs. Like, bro, how uh-huh. you against your homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only time you play against your homeboys is growing up in you know 11, 12, 13 years old playing. You you know what I'm saying? Then y'all become tight whenever you get in the league. You get a team that you're tight with. And then, I mean, obviously, I left. But you don't get a lot of chances to play them again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't yeah. get to go out there. I'm like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? But for me, all that week, it was it was tough. I talked to Dion. I talked to James. I talked to B. I put him in a group chat. Mm-hmm. I say, I say, uh, I say, what's up, fellas? Uh, it looked like it looked like this was going to happen. Um, whenever y'all get out here, let's go eat. Mm-hmm. There, and then you know, he, James, no response. Dion, his response, straight enemy mode. Ain't no going to eat. That's the last <laughs> time I talked to him all week. That's the last time I talked to him all week. Hey, I tell you what, you know, I know how I go over there. It looked like you was in enemy mode when you came out there toting that rock, too. Man, I, hey, I'm trying to get the dub. I, hey, I know how it is to play against y'all. I ain't going to come out slacking. Nah, y'all boys came out ready. I, I always remember that. What was that Super Bowl like for you guys? Because go, you go back and you look at the six Super Bowls the Patriots won over the years. There weren't a lot of revenge games for for a guy for a guy like LG. It must have been really interesting. So many close friends on the other side of the ball, obviously on the biggest stage possible. What's that process like? Are you guys? You know, you mentioned the text chain over the course of the week. Was there a lot of conversation? 
Was it like you uh, said, was, was Dion straight enemy mode? What was that like for you guys? That was that was weird for me because every every week, all week, I'm, I talk to them, you know, every yeah. week, you know, to this, to this day, I still talk to them, you know, a lot. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that was a little different for me. But I am not going to lie. It did change my mindset because obviously these my guys, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I want to go eat it all. I want to kick it, bro. We're both in the Super Bowl. What better life can we live right now? You know what I'm saying? And uh, but I, like, it's, like I said at the same time, bro, I know how it is over there. Ain't no going to kick it with no homies. Ain't no going to kick it with no family, no friends, no none of that. It's, it's put all that shit in the dresser and, and, and we finna go do this. And then after that right there, after that, after that, yep. we do all this. So I, I, you know, I understood that, but it did put me in the mindset of, okay, I know, I, I, I knew what that was coming for. I, that just gave me a little reassurance. All right, let me, yeah. let me tighten up. Yeah. You know what I'm let me let me tighten up. We ain't, we can't be homeboys right now. We can't be dogs right now. Like so, you know that was that was uh that was different for me. But um, but I mean it, it again. At the end of the day, it was fun. Yeah, for sure. But like you said, LG, it was different because like uh, we wasn't just like, but we just not teammates. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Like our kids, you know, our kids the same age. L, you know what I'm saying? LB and Chris the same age. Yeah. Like, it always been. Home dog, and, and, you know, yeah, and, and Christ too. So they, you know what I'm saying? So the relationship, so it was, it was different, but at the end of the day, when the stakes are that high and we competing, like you know competing, against, that's what I'm saying. Competing against LG in the Super Bowl, one of my greatest, my, you know, one of my good friends from, you know, the Patriots, you know, just at the end of the day, bragging rights that he got on right. me, that he always have on me, you know? Like, yes. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, the, it's the best feeling, you know, like being at the top, you know what I'm saying? Competing game went down to the end, you know, they played phenomenal that game. You know, they obviously they earned the right to be, you know, Super Bowl champs, but you know, what y'all game plan was, here, it's not and, me. You know, I knew what y'all was. Replay it and back. I realized just how special it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's going to be a, a memory. We won the Super Bowl the year before. Then we played in the next year. He right. won, and then the next year after that, we got back. He won, him. right. You know what I'm saying? And won. So it's just, it's always going to be just memories, you know, that right. we're going to always hold on to, talk about, and, you know, have stories that we'll be able to eventually right. pass on to the grandkids, you know, when we get older. Yeah, because, bro, that, that's dope, bro. Got, Chris, sit down on the court. Got, got a chance to grow up and watch that. You know what I'm saying? They got a chance to be a part of that. You know, as kids, there's not a lot of kids that get a chance to do that in life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they, they, you know, obviously they grateful, you know, they, they obviously enjoy each other. They're going to always be boys, man. That, that, that game plan for us moving forward is, uh, well, against y'all, our game plan was to be able to run the football. If we can't run the ball, obviously we leave the game in the Nick hands. I love Nick. I think Nick a great quarterback in pressure situations. I don't know how comfortable I was leaving the game in Nick Hands against you guys or against Brady. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what you're saying. Well, you, y'all might, y'all might let them throw 250 yards, 300 yards, two tubs, but them extra passes eventually one of them gonna end up in y'all hands. And right. and I just and I know that. You know what I'm saying? And they knew that. You know what I'm saying? So we mm-hmm. like, bro, try to keep it at a minimum. You know, run yeah. the ball as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what y'all is, you know, stop the run, run the ball. Yeah. I, know, I know that motto. Yeah, that's that's yep. never going to. So, and, that's, nah, and, that's, and that's what y'all did, though. Y'all ran that ball, and we never could get comfortable throughout that whole game. We never got comfortable. And I, it was just like certain third downs in that game to where it was like, all right, 
we got to get a stop right here. You got to get off the field. Third and five, third and right. six. And then y'all will get that thing. And the next thing we know, that thing get rolling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So nah, Doug, Doug, Doug and Frank were a good combination, bro, in Philly. They was a good combination. Oh, without, without a doubt. Back over there. Without a doubt. Let me switch gears here, guys, to a, a Super Bowl memory with a more positive finish for New England fans. You were both members of the Super Bowl 51 team. Steve Belichick went on the Chris Long podcast a couple of weeks ago and talked about the vibe in the locker room at halftime. So how Edelman was kind of screwing around, kind of making light and kind of, you know, hey, you know, we're going to come back. I know you, Duran, you were another guy in that locker room who was very vocal saying, look, let's get stops. Let's build it back. You know, we can come back. We're going to make this thing manageable. What do both of you guys remember, not just about the game, but the behind the scenes stuff in the locker room at halftime plotting that comeback? Sure. I, re- I remember the poise. Um, nobody at any point in LG, correct me if I'm wrong, looked like nervous or like we couldn't do it. It was just like, all right, we not, we, we got in a couple, you know, situations, you know, right. not trying to bring up any bad memories, but, you know, right. the yeah. fumble LG, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? The big the six. Big six. Yeah. But, you know, it was, just, it was just, you know, that second. It started bad for us. It got rocky for us, you yeah. know? And, but the thing is, we realized it wasn't that, like, they were doing anything, you know, that was, like, really us. killing us. We was, you know what I'm saying? Self-inflated we were moving the, the ball. We were moving the ball. Like, Act. you know, we was making it tough for them on – you know, defense, you know, I think it was 0-0 at the first quarter. So it was just, you know, we just knew that, yeah, all right, like, we got to settle in. We got to right. get it going. And, you know, everybody talk about, you know, what I said at halftime, but we still ain't really get going to the end of the third quarter. So, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But then once we got going, and like, it was like that, we talked about that, earlier, that, all you needed was that one or two plays. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That one or two plays to, to, to get it rocking, you know, yeah. to, the, the the fumble the sack fumble or the or the you know the the touchdown pass to to Jules or you know you know what I'm saying just one of those little yeah. those things to get it going and obviously people just know that in New England bro you got to play sixty minutes against New England you're gonna always have to play sixty minutes whether you're up by three touchdowns it doesn't matter you just got to play sixty minutes against them you can you can you can think that it's over all you want because me personally when I was when I played against you guys, bro, I knew. I was not comfortable until the clock said zero, 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 zero. Yeah, right. I wasn't comfortable, bro. I wasn't. Like, I, I, I obviously, I'm going to be positive, but I wasn't comfortable, bro. When when Brady threw that last pass to the end zone to Grunt, bro, I felt like that was a 50-50 pass, even though we had five people in the end zone and only Grunt mm-hmm. and, and one other guy. I feel like I feel like he damn near probably could. He probably would have came down with that, bro. I was, I was nervous all the way into the ball hit the ground. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to play 60 minutes. You just got to play 60 minutes with New England, bro. And it, 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 it don't, it no matter, no matter what the score is, it, it always have a, they'll always have a chance. Something's going to always go their way. Cause they, they stick to the regimen. They stick to mm-hmm. what got them there and they don't mm-hmm. straight left, right, up, down. They don't, they stick to it. Cause they trust the process. You know, um, Bill is building an impenetrable process, man. I don't think anybody can penetrate it or replicate it. What he's built, obviously, along with Ernie. Obviously, I mean, when did Ernie leave? Last year or the year before? I think, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Last year? Yeah. Obviously, things different when Ernie leaves. Mm -hmm. Bro, Ernie Ernie is a a vital part of that team. 
a vital part. Obviously, he's silent. Yeah. But, bro, he'll buy the part in that success. Bro, he the numbers guy. He, he got a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. You can you can show him some numbers and this, that, and the other, and, and he going to recite that. He can recite it for you every day if you ask him to without looking at it again. When did you guys know who Ernie was? <laughs> it took me a while. I it took a minute to who is this guy? Who Walking around here all day. Big glasses on. Big glasses. Older gentleman. And then I never, Steve Belichick told me, he was like, oh yeah, that's, I think it had to be like my, yeah, probably the end of my first year. Like, yeah, end of my first year. I'm like, who is, like, what he coached? Like, he don't coach nothing, but he's the guy. Like, that's how they, like, that's Bill's right hand man. Like, they went to college together, like this, and that. I didn't even know him the first year I was there. I, I, I saw him in the building a lot every day. I saw him at practice every day. But I, I had I, I didn't know I had no idea who he was and I never talked to him until my second year when I said I was like, oh, um, and besides the, uh, the reason I know about him is because Josh told me, oh, man, that's Ernie, man. You guys got to start, you know, what I'm saying hi to him, yada, yada, yada. OK, I seen Ernie and I, I seen him coming out of the cafeteria. I'm leaving out of the office meeting room. I say, uh, I say, Ernie, He's like, yeah, I'm like, what's up? Uh, not much. And then he just kept on pushing. And <laughs> that was that was it. That was Ernie. You know what I'm saying? So every time I saw him moving forward, every time I seen him, I'm like, Ernie, what's up? He's like, hey. hey. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> Ernie, what's up, baby? You know what I'm saying? No matter how, no matter how you come at him, Ernie, what's good? Hey. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So Man, I'm telling you, uh, Ernie was a vital part of that team as well, man. Yeah. He's just not as vocal as Bill and, and Josh and all them, but man, I'm telling you, the num- the brain behind the operation, he was one of them. Mm-hmm. I got my last question here for both of you guys, and I, and I want to get your take on this. I'm going to give you three names. All right. Guys who are still out there right now, who are still on the market, who are still unsigned. I'm going to say, are they, are they going to end up in New England? Are they going to end up somewhere else? Are they going to retire? Mm. First name for you, Dante Hightower. Mm. He's going to end up somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. He's I he, he's not at the point where he wants to. And I, I can't speak for Dante now, right. but I just I just don't. I think he still has good football left in him, and uh, I think I think he still wants to play. So we'll see. LG, what'd you say? I, I think I think he'll be playing somewhere else. I think he has a lot of good football left. I mean, you you you're thinking about him. Obviously, he's in New England, but you're you're thinking about him and the likes of the middle linebackers. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to say he's Bobby Wagner or you know any of those guys, but you put him in the likes of those guys. Mm-hmm. High is a big back. He's a big backer, a thumper. He can cover pretty decent. Like high is a jack. He he can he can run your defense. You know, high high is a really really underrated middle linebacker in this league. What about putting him in Las Vegas with Patrick Graham and Josh McDaniels? Come on, Chris! Don't get me so excited now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Now you're talking about putting them over there and 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 really helping do make some noise out there. I'm I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Don't get, just, don't get me excited. I'm just that's I mean, just the name I'm putting out there. Okay. Josh, ask Josh to get on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey. All right. Next next name I got for you. Trey Flowers. I think he I think Trey got England. a lot of football left too. I think I think Trey comes in New England up. I just think just the fit is there. Trey is one of the best teammates I've ever played with. Yeah. Um, dependable. 
Like, does his job – doesn't say much, Work but hard. just, you know, when, when Trey is out there on the field, I mean, there's not too many people that execute their job at a high level and consistent as well as Trey. And, you know, he's had – played tremendous football in New England and played good football in Detroit, too, before he got injured. So I just, I just think if that, if that possibility could come and that match could work in heaven, I, I think that'd be a good fit for both sides. How about yeah, you, Ozzy? What do you think? Well, I, I liked him. I think, I think he played his very, very best football in New England. I hope that Bill wouldn't be opposed to bringing him back again. He was a, a vital part of their, you know, success and a vital part of how good the defense played. Um, I mean, again, you know, these are the guys that keep guys like me from getting. Into the secondary, where do that, where they that, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, with him being, with him playing a vital role, and and you know, even on the Super Bowl teams, even on the, you know, on the Detroit, on the Detroit Lions for a little bit, going back to New England could could benefit him and them in a in a really good way. All right, third name, and I think we know where he's going to end up if he's going to keep playing. But Rob Gronkowski. Oh yeah, he's 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 only playing with one quarterback. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, made, he's made that very known. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's been transparent about that. Yeah. Hey, and I don't blame him. I, I don't do blame, blame him, him hey, one bit. That, 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 look, I love Derek Carr, and you know, I think Derek Carr is going to have. You know, I think he's in a position to do some good things. Yeah. But Tommy Boy is my guy. You know, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> I love Tommy. Mm-hmm. If I was drunk, I would feel the same way. You know, yeah. I mean, bro, look at you, bro. You're one of the most successful tight ends in mm-hmm. NFL history, bro. Right. I can't understand that history. Yeah. 75 years of NFL football. You you consider the best tight end ever. Some as, as yeah. I, I feel like me personally, I think you I think you're the best tight end to ever play the game. That's me personally. That's not saying that Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates and you know uh Kellen Winslow and all these guys aren't the best at their yeah. some of the best at their position. I just don't think that they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that he he personally um again I'm with dude. I think yeah. the only only quarterback he can play with is uh is twelve man and and rightfully so rightfully and you're right though LG like his his I think just his his level of dominance from what was that about like 2011 yeah all the way to about, about like about, 2017 yeah. that was like, all him you know it was just we, we have we haven't seen anything like that and just just based off the fact that not only was he a great pass catcher great hands run after the catch. But he was the best run blocker tight end, and it wasn't even close. Like, it wasn't close. You already know, y'all was running right behind him sometimes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh yeah, like, hell yeah. You know, and he no, I, he fouled and moving cats out the way, like you know. Yeah, so it's he, just, he like, is right, like, total like, package. Yeah, level of total package when it comes to like you know he he's you're right, man. He's he's right up there. He has an yeah. argument to be one of the yeah, and that's not the against, best, one of the best. That's yeah. not against Kelsey or Kittle or none of these new yeah. upcoming tight ends, Walker, yeah. none of that. Because I think they're, I think they are changing the game. Right. But, but Brunk set the level, he set the bar so high. He's fast. Mm-hmm. He's strong. He's physical. Like, he uses his size to his advantage. And a lot of tight ends don't do a lot of those things. If you're, right. if you're a tight end that's fast and can catch, you probably not gonna be the best blocker. If you're a tight end that could halfway block decent, you probably not gonna be the best catcher. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
You just got to understand that. You know, you just got to understand what Brunt brings to the table versus other tight ends. Yeah, I agree. Deron, last question. I, I, I want to get a sense from you what you're doing these days away from the field. I know that you're working on a cause that's very near and dear to your heart. And I think, you know, maybe your sweatshirt kind of tells the story as to as what, you're, what you're up to these days. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Hear that awareness about autism, my guy. African American community, all that, man. Let us know. Talk to us about yes, that. Sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, so right now, um, we're in the process of uh, planning. Um, another karaoke event. Uh, on my last year in New England, we had a karaoke event um, and we partnered with Autism Speaks um, and raised over $100,000. Um, obviously, we've been, you know, trying to, you know, create new partnerships. We're working with na- uh, the National Autism uh, Group now, trying to figure out how we can incorporate them and incorporate some services to help, you know, these specifically these, you know, black and brown children in these, you know, these poverty type areas who are being diagnosed with autism, you know, three, four, and in some cases, even five years later, you know, than other kids. So we're trying to do everything we can to just put the kids on a level playing field. Um, So we're going to have, like I said, a karaoke event um, in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Um, We're finalizing the date right now um but it's looking to be sometimes toward either early november or late october you know where the season hopefully we got some excitement going on people want to be around the raiders just so that we can raise you know money because um lg you know this this cause is very important to me because my nephew uh, nick uh he'll be 13 it's crazy to say this now but he'll be 13 um in july next month and just seeing his growth um, from where he started to where he was first diagnosed at the age of three. Um, my sister was, I mean, she was just, she was unbelievable. She never took no for an answer. If she didn't think that it, if she didn't think that what they were saying was right, she went to another source. She went right. to another specialist. Right. And, you know, just that doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes people, they take what the doctor says and they just and run with take it. it. But she was an advocate, you know, and that's, right. you know, seeing her fight, Being that's where I, you know, and that's where I'm trying to, you know, use utilize my platform to give back, to help, to raise awareness to autism so that, you know, when people talk about Deron Harmon, they're not just talking about football, you know. Right. They're talking about all the wonderful things, you know, that my family, you know, the Patriots when I was with them, you know, the Lions, the, you know, the Falcons, and the Raiders, of just what we did as a community to not only help, you know, just the community, but the autism community as well. So, you know, we're working on some things, some things going. So we'll have more and more information, you know, when that time uh, comes. Right, make sure you let me know. I'm right down the street. I know. You know, <laughs> you know we want to the red my boy. This has been great. We, we got to wrap up here real quick. But, Deron, we want to make sure we get you back on this podcast sooner rather than later and, and maybe tell a few more Bill Belichick stories, if you, Chris, in addition hey. to the marshmallow ones. I love it. Thanks again, man. Take care. And hey, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Appreciate you being on, my guy. Bro, I'm going to holler at you for sure, bro. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.